There's a light over at the Staggering Stories place. There's a light in In El Presidente's place. There's a light. Please stop singing. Please stop singing now. Stop singing now. Is that singing? <laughs> I'm using the word in its broadest possible sense. <laughs> if Shatner can get away with it, he can't. We can. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. So long. <laughs> so terribly long. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I, am the silly little fraggle who misheard directions and ended up on Fang Rock, where he was swiftly devoured while rooting around the lighthouse oh. of life. <laughs> Bad pun. Bad pun. It's great the that best. she's back, isn't it? Yeah. It really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, help us all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without... Oi! He fell. No, he didn't. You pushed him. Were you sitting down? It's suicide. That's yeah. quite good, actually. Dear listener, <laughs> you will hear there'll be strange and wonderful things happen during this podcast. We've got a new member of staff here. It's a Moomin. It's a ghost hippo. Karen doesn't like the Moomin. It the, stares at her. <laughs> Crumbly loves the Moomin. We're Too worried much. about Crumbly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, without further ado, rootans. What can I use for rootans? Rooting anyway, around. Rooting around. I used that just now. <laughs> I'm being economical and recycling. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, tentacled monstrosities that take ages and ages and ages to climb stairs. Besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news, kind of. Kind of, okay. Gillen Mm. preparing herself for Jumanji. Karen Sheila Gillen perhaps still best known for playing probably the worst Doctor Who companion ever, Amy Pond, has now been cast as the female lead in the upcoming Jumanji continuation film. Mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson personally fingered Gillen Mm. for the role (laughs) on social media, saying... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce a girl who's playing the most important role in our movie, the talented, beautiful and down for a Scottish fight at any time, Karen Gillan. And yes, this is the girl who's so badass she shaved her freaking head for Guardians of the Galaxy. We start production next month in Hawaii, and as many of you will already know, this isn't a remake or reboot, but a continuation of the awesome Jumanji story we love. This currently unnamed sequel of the 1995 original Jumanji is set for release in July 2017. If you cannot wait that long for a bit more Gillen in your life, (laughs) then you can see her a couple of months earlier in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, May 2017. Before that... Oh. Next month, October 2016, you can see her in the Western film In a Valley of Violence, along with the likes of Ethan Hawke, John Travolta, and Bum Gormit. Bum? Burn! Burn! Burn. I have got Put your glasses on, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Bum Gormit. <laughs> we, uh, we could get sued for that. You realise that, don't you? I shouldn't you? have such a silly name. <laughs> along with the likes of Ethan Hawke. John Travolta and Burn Gorman. Mm-hmm. It's also unfortunate that you said it directly after John Travolta. At <laughs> a somewhat more nebulous oh. time, her sci-fi film The Circle is due out. Also starring the likes of Tom Hanks, Emma Watson, John Boyega, Bill Cat, 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 Bill Paxton and Patton Oswalt. 
So she's doing all right for herself. I, I find it interesting that she's got the first billing when she's probably when we get to the actual cast list. She's like ninety fifth we... billing yeah. after <laughs> the assistant to the director. Have you noticed though? Obviously, um, El Presidente was overcome and <laughs> and in such shock and horror and oh. unable to bring himself to even the thought of wearing those tight corsets in Victoria. <laughs> was that? That's not Gillian. No, that's not that's Gillian. Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman. I know. Yeah. Who played probably the best Doctor Who companion ever? Yes. <laughs> Any more news? Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Dan Harmon to write additional material. Yay. Community creator and head honcho, most of the time, mm. and Rick and Morty co-writer Dan Harmon has been brought into the Marvel fold to help finish up Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange film. Oh. Excellent. Though principal photography finished on the film back in April and the final product is due in cinemas in November, it seems modern blockbusters are happy to keep tweaking up until the end. In this and so many other recent cases... That means additional photography. Mm. Being shot after the film has had its initial rough cut produced. Dan Harmon, known for his clever but quirky humour, has thus far little experience writing for a big blockbuster film. Everyone has to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. True. Though maybe the perfect person to add levity to Doctor Strange's saggy bits. That doesn't bode well. Yes, I I'm, don't know. I'm, I'm thinking George no, Lucas well, and well, not keeping your finger out the pie. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not that. It's not that. I have full faith in Mr Harmon. Mm-hmm. From from all the the stuff that I've seen him do, yeah. it's just that when films have secondary and follow up shoots after it's wrapped, well, it's actually it's always put into the schedule these days. Yeah. It's always someone's after they've done the block. You're worried towards... that the uh, the film itself isn't good enough. Yeah. So this just... is a, this smacks of desperation. Uh, this, this smacks a Suicide Squad. Yeah, having a Suicide Squad I is like happening a lot squad. with the uh, Rogue One. Yeah. But yeah. See, I'm thinking the reverse. I'm thinking they got a good thing, like they did with Star Wars, and then you got someone that can't leave it alone, well, and you well, end up tweaking it, tweaking think, it, so you end up with something bad. I don't think that's quite the same as the throat of Lucas, because you know he did wait years before he, <laughs> yeah. and yes, the film would actually yeah. come out. Yes, but once he did, he didn't <laughs> leave it alone. That was just a new way of filmmaking. Uh. It just smacks me of... Mm. I don't know, I'm not sure it's necessarily a bad thing. End, end up as a mess. Because once you've got the rough assembly, you can see what works, what doesn't. Maybe you can add a joke here, or a slight change of pacing here. Mm. No, we'll see. It we'll find yes. out. Yeah. Not too long. So. Well, well, yeah, we'll, we'll find Any out. more news? Dirk <laughs> Gently. <laughs> Netflix Bound. Ooh. Is this a new series or... Yes. It's a new series. A BBC America is largely BBC in name only, with 50.1% part ownership by the arms-at-length BBC Worldwide Commercial Exploitation subsidiary aside. <laughs> Pardon? That was almost my <laughs> breath. <laughs> Never is that more clear than with BBC America's upcoming Dirk Gently TV series, which will not appear on any of the BBC's British channels Instead, Netflix have bought the rights. Samuel Beckett's Dirk Gently and Barnett. Uh, sorry, Barnett. Sorry, Samuel Barnett's Dirk. Samuel Gently. Beckett. He's, yeah. he's a bit dead. Quantum <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking quantum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Samuel Barnett, Dirk Gently, and Elijah Woods Todd will appear worldwide on Netflix, except in America. Not unlike the upcoming Star Trek colon Discovery series. <laughs> Close brackets. <laughs> it is not clear if the episodes will appear one week after, just after their US premiere or be held back for simultaneous release. <laughs> the first episode will be broadcast along with the multitude of adverts on BBC America on Saturday, the 22nd of October, 2016. The BBC did the similar with Ripper Street because the, <laughs> the, not this current series, but there is one no, beetweenhand where it went on to Netflix only and now they've finished no, it up. Amazon. I think the first two series were BBC and then they cancelled it yeah. and yeah. Amazon picked it up with funding from the BBC yeah. I think and now we've got another series so it's, That's it's series possible three. Yeah. that it might come back even with Karen singing nursery rhymes in the background there <laughs> this is perhaps more like <laughs> Orphan Black. Orphan Black, yeah. where the BBC, British BBC, the real British Broadcast yeah. Corporation, yeah. did buy it to the UK. <laughs> it was shown on BBC but, Three. of course, to do that, they have to give AMC a load of money. Yeah. Because yeah. AMC owned 49.9% of BBC America. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that the British BBC is a really silly thing to say. It, it is. The British, British, British Broadcast. British, 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 British
American BBC. I have an addendum. Ooh. What's your addendum, Karen? Freema Adjaman is dead. dead. Uh, dead. It's not dead. No. She could be on the verge of hulking out. Oh, hulking out. She's oh, been yeah. shortlisted for the role of She-Hulk. Oh, right. Ooh, really? This for Marvel. Okay. I don't know. I just saw yeah, Freema oh. Adjaman shortlisted for the role of She-Hulk and Ooh. then forgot to click on the link. I wouldn't have oh. thought she had the physique for that, frankly. But, mm. but, yeah, well, you know, Bill Bixby and... didn't yeah. have the physique. physique. That's why they got someone else yeah, in Luf- to do the whole thing. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, but all she needs but... to do is buff up a bit and, <laughs> and then they'll put dots all round her and yeah, I suppose green her up. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be good. Maybe another do... British yeah. actor or actress in this case. Could that be classed as, as racism? Superior? Gre- greening green up. up. <laughs> <laughs> having the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah? They blew blew up. Up. <laughs> greening up and blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really dodgy, this. <laughs> that was my addendom. I have, yeah, I have a, a non-who but staggering Ooh. stories addendum. Oh, okay. You're I, pregnant. No, Pardon. no. But I can only say this now once more because... Onto the breach. He's a married man. Ah, <gasps> yes. Hello, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> the final time. Yeah. Yes, we should give congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, definitely. Congratulations. To Win. To Joe yes. and Win upon their monoptuals this weekend. Just their monoptuals. The monoptuals. Their highly technical. They had a monoptual in their monoptuals. All the wings and everything. I was going to say, wouldn't surprise me, they had a TARDIS on the back of their cake. I was going to say, their cake was the most awesome thing I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen, you know, leaves. Up close mm. on one side their cake was um beautifully ornate looked like um someone had thrown a it's napkin like, it's over like a silk drapery yeah. and it was, it was wonderful and on the other side it was the frigging console room <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of money yes. See, one side yeah. was for the parents yeah, yeah. and yeah. the other side was for everyone else and it looked like it was a 1950s themed, themed. yes yeah. awesome car excellent hat win yeah win looked very <laughs> dapper Joe looks oh, beautiful. Joe was amazing. <laughs> Congratulations to you both. Yes, yes, and may you have a very long and happy oh, married God, life. Yes, yes. And Wynne, just remember, she's always right. <laughs> <laughs> I have one last final addendum. Nothing oh, yeah. to do with Wynne. And, um, nothing to do with who. However, it's something to do with a personal interest. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> the Mythketeers. The Mythketeers. The Mythketeers. Okay. That is uh, Carrie Byron on Byron Granty Mahara. They are going on to Netflix to produce the White Rabbit Project, Ooh. which right. is basically summed up as MythBusters in Wonderland. They right. go down the rabbit hole ah. of the internet to find topics and experiments. So it's going to be YouTube Busters, yeah, basically, but okay. it's on on Netflix. When's that mm. out? That hang on, I, I'm scrolling through. Scroll. It debuts on Netflix on the 9th of December. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, we'll have to watch that because they still work yeah. for um, Jamie and what's his Adam. face and Adam because they Do still they? work. Yeah, no, they, they were employed at their, their company and they. Still I know it's how at least. One of them started. They just yeah, work but they the still scenes, do all work okay. together. It wasn't acrimonious or anything. No, no, no. no I, I it know. was the management. I, I didn't know if they were still working for yeah. Jamie's uh, company. I think it's one. Why of would the... you leave? <laughs> Myth seven. Yeah, M seven build team. Yeah, and that's the end of the news. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been watching. A number of things on TV involving mm-hmm. people being stranded in storms mm-hmm. yes. with aliens. Inhospitable places. Inhospitable places, alone, afraid. Mm-hmm. Only this one got a little kinky. <laughs> <laughs> and as camp as a row of tents. And and rock, and, and of course, <laughs> it also got your wet. We but, made Adam watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> and we can tell mm. you are shivering with Antissy. The master right. is having one of his affairs. Four of us here lost our Rocky virginity decades, decades ago. ago. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. <laughs> this is a very old film. In mm. weird, some yeah. weird theatre in London yes. with sticky floors and... Ooh. Ooh. You walked walk down the aisle. And... 
it was awesome. All I can say is, Bill, remember the corset and that night. <laughs> Adam, though, until about a week ago, was a That's rocky enough. virgin. Yes. Yep. But he has now bust his cherry. <laughs> and I just want to know what he thought of the whole sweet transvestite <laughs> number where Tim Curry came down in a, a lift <laughs> yep. and yep. was marvellous. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I, can, I can see how it, back in 1975 it would have been a bit controversial, a bit risque, a bit unusual. But frankly, it all felt a bit tame by today's standards. Yeah, very much so, yeah. But we, did we it know just people who are yes. transgender and so it's, transvestite. You know, it's, but do you know anyone who has legs as good as Tim Curry's? Uh, yes. Apart from John Barron. Okay. I think the fun with Rocky Horror now is much more when you sit at the cinema or the theatre with the audience participation. Mm. Yeah, it's very so. much oh, a, yeah. an audience participation now. The version I saw, I only seen it the once so far. Didn't have the the yeah. shoutback, callbacks, whatever. Um, so I've only seen it with the the standard audio. We'll have to do something about that later. Yeah, mm. I, of course I've got to see it that way first. Yeah, mm. to understand. No it. Yeah, <laughs> any other way. One of the but- first when when I first became a journalist, we had a couple of press tickets come through for a showing of Rocky, and me and my editor, who I was a bit in awe of at that point, both said, "Ooh, I'll have those." So we both went together. So one of the first <laughs> things I ever said in my editor's presence socially was, describe your balls. <laughs> <laughs> she was a little taken back. <laughs> uh, wrong gender. Mm. <laughs> but it, 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 looking Blue at the show itself, it is pendulous. very much a gentle homage to the old 1930s oh, RKO. Yeah. Oh, definitely oh, yeah. a yeah. 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 The old horror yeah. films. Yeah, it, it's a loving portrayal. Yeah, portrayal. Yeah, it, it was intended as a as a, a love letter to the nineteen fifties B movies, musicals, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and all that. And you can see that in there. It is a sci-fi. It is a horror. It is a sci-fi musical. at the end, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is <laughs> out of <a> nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So when did all the campness creep in? Well, all the it's been there all, all along, I frankly. Think, I think, it, yeah, I think that the campness has been there mm-hmm. since, since the day year, one. Year dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the some some of these. Yeah. What, to my what, what prompted? Well, to my knowledge, I, I, I'm not sort of all the campness to be the, included the, the, in the film. But to my knowledge, is it started off as a stage play? Yes. Mm. And yep. the the campness and the shoutback mm. started in the stage play. Ah. But then they showed the film. Went over to the film. Then they showed the film as a proper film. You just sit there and watch it, and then they did. A special display, yeah, and that's when the shoutbacks started. Ah. The, the, the original stage play was a very, very small um, production above a pub in Camden, I believe. Oh, Royal Court Theatre, Royal Court Theatre, Roxy Theatre. And was it uh, Anthony Head played Rocky in the original? Because I know I Anthony know he, has I played it done, subsequently. In the original, he's I doubt it. it. It'd be far too young. No, he has but done in it in the past. Early, early I do remember. No, I, I have seen Adam's frantically no. Googling as we I speak. I do <laughs> remember watching him sing the time warp at Pebble Mill at one during lunchtime when I was home from school. Yeah, but that would have yeah. still been the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, but yeah. it was so, still yeah. the movie it was, was there. It was there at the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's made in seventy-five. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I mean, this might seem a strange one for us to cover, but it does have a lot of links with Who in terms of the actors in it. But it is a science fiction. But it's in some ways we're going to do the horror fang rock. They are both the same story. <laughs> are they? They are both the, the, the isolated places. Well, yeah. yeah, people getting stranded. The but it's looking at different, looking at different ways. You know, well, you've just really, really twisted the horror of Fang Rock for me. <laughs> <laughs> not and so of course, Leela's yeah. not wearing a lot. So, so, so are, are you so, currently imagining Tom Baker and fishnets in the corset? And I am now, and <laughs> I need to go and have a little lie down. It must have I'm just thinking of Tom Baker saying, "It's a jungle." the left <laughs> he could make a good narrator yeah I could yeah. see him being the yeah. narrator yeah, well definitely. that's it I mean during its life I know the stage play we had uh, Nicholas Courtney being the yeah. narrator how does it work on stage and the narrator because obviously in the film well, it cuts away to yeah, the guy uh, and he does. Yeah. You, you, there's several ways isn't he's, it? he's up in a balcony or the, the actors freeze and he walks in from the corner oh, ah. that's what happened mm. in the first one I saw yeah. Yeah. there was just like a on stage freeze frame and oh, then okay. the spotlight followed the 
this uh, the guy with a great big book. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. But it cuts quite quickly sometimes, so he must have to let his yeah. light cut out and they continue yeah. around him. Yeah. Yeah. They do Turn sometimes, yeah. 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 I mean, there are, there are occasions where he actually becomes part of the stage show as he then yeah. departs stage mm. right mm. or left or whichever. Because um, I think uh, Sky Arts, a couple of months ago, they did the centenary, the anniversary not centenary, but uh, well, well, the, 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 the anniversary of. It's going to be 40, 45 years. Yeah, I forget what it was. An, it was an, uh, they filmed one, the stage show. They filmed the anniversary stage show yep. and put it yeah. out on Sky Arts. Yeah. And you had Anthony Head as the narrator. You had, oh, God, the, uh, Eddie Izzard as the narrator. Because each act, they changed narrator. narrator. Oh, okay. Because Stephen finally, Fry was one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Stephen Fry yeah. was a narrator. But there again, Eddie Izzard wearing women's clothing. I mean, that's second nature to him. <laughs> well, that, yeah, exactly. Which just goes to show how things have changed. Well, yeah. Yeah. You see, the police confiscated his pink beret. Yes! yes. It's, yeah. it's no, being so used in evidence as a crime. Someone Some stole it. No. <laughs> yeah. now, what, what and he fun... managed in high heels to give chase off to the thief. And my sister can run in high heels full pelt. It's interesting what you're saying though that it, it kind of doesn't look shocking or anything now no but yet fox are remaking it yeah mm. right yeah so, richard o'brien described that as very poorly poorly conceived yeah. didn't he now mm. are they going to change it so it seems to be more shocking or because the thing with it now is it and i think it always was quaint yeah, I think it's the yeah. nicest well, it, way I can put it. Pretty deliberately so, as it was pastiche of yeah. 30s, 40s, 50s. So it'd be so. interesting to see what the, how you modernise that, if they're going to do it, or if they don't mm. modernise it, how it will work. But there yeah. again, I'd say for the 1975 movie, I mean, it was very much the inspiration for the punk rock movement and uh, Viv- oh, yeah. Yeah, Vivian you, Westwood. You can oh, see, really? You mm. can see traces of it oh, in there. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose one of my, my worries about a remake is um, the whole, all the scenes with Eddie, yeah. is um, the first time I saw uh, Rocky on the telly yeah. the bits with Eddie and the chainsaw and all that I thought oh. ooh that's a bit gory you don't it's, see anything well you do it's implied blood splurting yeah. I just hit my microphone Oops. so would the when they remake would they decide to go all out with that mm, and maybe totally they'll make missed, it too much totally of a slasher the point. Movie, yeah. they could be more explicit in some of the sex scenes maybe but, yeah, uh, but again that again, totally that misses the point of the yeah I know I mean the sex scenes in the movie were more well they're in silhouette more than anything they are they were all Comic effect, pretty yeah. much. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but you get the idea when Frankenfurter is in with Brad, and you just hear him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I was very much reminded of Secret Diary of a Cork. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about it. A lot of it is down to the individual. Mm. It's a bit like you know showing someone who's prudish carry on camping and they won't get oh, any of it point. and everyone else will be laughing mm, yeah. a lot of Rocky Horror in terms of the sex and all the rest of it is as much as is, is as dirty as the viewer's mind mm, yeah. so to yeah. speak because there isn't anything in mm. there and in some ways I think that you see the blood spatter with Eddie but you don't see anything happen yeah. works better and I'm a bit concerned that the new one will actually mm. show you actually everything show you. Yeah, exactly. and that will come yeah. somehow diminish it I don't know they, they, where would they aim it? Would they, it wouldn't aim it for PG-13, surely. Um, well, no, not with that mm. content. <laughs> no, but, you know, he could do. He could well get away with it now, I think, with PG-13. I yeah. don't know. I, I, when the person who created it says the remake is poorly conceived, then you've got to worry. Yeah. Mm. Because he's, he's going to make him a few quid, mm. so it'd be easy for him to say, oh, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. But he's he's not. They could have bunged him a load and shoved him out the door. Yeah. yeah. One thing I did like mm-hmm. was the Just fact one. that mm-hmm. not everybody could sing. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, really? Okay. Richard O'Brien, for a start, Richard, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the best singer. And oh, really? um, he doesn't need to do the intro. He the sings lips. the intro. Yeah, the, you know, oh, yeah, course, you know the lips. Yeah. It's, it's, no, I was lips. thinking, I was thinking more of the, the stuff literally. from the Time Warp yeah. when he seemed to be. Um, oh, when he does, yeah, yeah. He, well, but what was her name? Pauline. Uh, Patricia Quinn. Patricia Quinn. Mm-hmm. She's... From uh, Ice World. From, uh... Yes. Yeah. She wasn't the best singer. Oh, what? Very happy! <laughs> no, that was Little Nell. That was Little Nell, oh, wasn't God. it? Oh, my God. Cracking tap dancer, that girl. I, I oh, do, almost, almost. But Who's during she? the last number where she's in the concert, I did note she kept popping out. Yeah, I know just yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, <laughs> so it's uh, magenta and... Columbia. Columbia, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> magenta. Where'd you get your dope? Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I missed half the film here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll we'll pop your other cherry lips. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favourite TV show? Lost in, in space. space. And <laughs> it's, it is one of those films that it is better to watch with a crowd at a... An event and it, it's, with yeah. alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah, better to watch alcohol, yeah. with a pint of something yep. in your hand yeah. and maybe a pint of something in your system as well. Yeah. Mm. But it, it is old fashioned homage sci fi and mm. it, it's very tongue in cheek. Oh, it God. is B movies and it's best. That's the thing, yeah. I, I like to play spot the old actor, yeah. the, the yeah. references like Fay Ray, Claude yeah. Rains, and that. No. And some of them, yeah, well, you know, when I was younger, I had to go and look them up because I didn't know who they were. Yeah. King Kong, King Kong. Mm-hmm. Claude Rains, Claude, yeah. Invisible Man. Yeah. I don't even say I noticed the names in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let alone. Who was your favourite Star Trek character? Scotty! Spock! <laughs> was it at the end when they're in the pool? God bless Lily Sincere. Yeah. <laughs> How do they do that on stage, that pool thing at the end? They drown them. <laughs> do they literally have a pool on the stage? Ha- some of them have a swimming pool and they have the mirror. Oh, so, you, ah. so they're and they sing up to the mirror. So you watch them the singing. mirror. Mm, okay. Um, or they'll do it on the floor. But again, you've got yeah. a mirror. So, out of curiosity, Adam, mm-hmm. what did you describe Brad in one word? Yeah. Brad. Yeah. Um, gullible. <laughs> so close. Wouldn't it have been wonderful if you yes. said it? Yes. What's that? Whenever with a shout back, whenever. Brad Majors is mentioned. Yeah. You, everyone shouts, asshole. Really, <laughs> Janet? Janet Weiss. Slut! Why? <laughs> Why because, not? Because he's an asshole oh, and, and she's a slut. <laughs> but then so is he. I'm not sure I'd go that far, but <laughs> Janet. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> yes. Oh, Have to planet Janet. Uh, they weren't meant to be the same characters, were they, at the beginning? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Were they meant to be the same characters? Because you've what? got Brad Richard Janet. O'Brien. At the oh, wedding. The wedding. Oh, oh. That was meant to be a different character, surely. I Just don't played, know. Played by yeah. the same it's actor. played by the same people. Because yeah. you had Riff Raff and Magenta mm. there. Magenta. As, yeah. And, well, all three of them were yeah. there, weren't they? And Tim Curry, of course, was the vicar. But they don't say anything, so I think it's just possibly saving on cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, were is were they the American Gothic couple at the start? That's it. Yeah. 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 yeah, and there is yeah. a painting, I think, the castle of yeah. the mm. American Gothic yeah. Yeah. couple, which made me think maybe that was meant to be them, but I wasn't Don't know. sure. <laughs> I think you're thinking too deeply. <laughs> <laughs> this is the film which suddenly it reveals they're aliens for no good reason. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because you're looking for a plot, idiot. Riffraff of course, turns then, on the. Uh, yeah. 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 science fiction double feature. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Then of course there's the homages to Frankenstein yep. yeah. Right. Yeah. and King Kong by climbing the arcade oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean he basically threw everything at yeah. it but yeah. it works so it well he saw did what way, did it did you spot Christopher Biggins yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean if it's one of those things of um, you're going to get quite close to low points with which rock singer was in Rocky Horror because a lot of mm. people don't realise Meatloaf was in it yeah. I know Rocky Horror fans very young do, at the time he was, he was Eddie speaking, mm, Eddie yeah. he was Eddie, Eddie. I know but yeah. he must have been very young yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. 20s yeah. it's one of the first things he, he did I don't think he'd broken it really as a rock no. well, singer that much he must have done he had the well, Meatloaf Bat Out of Hell wasn't oh, until about 1978 yeah but that's what I mean I don't he was known but I don't think he was a big name at that point so did you enjoy it though <laughs> it's okay. Did it give you a funny feeling in your tummy? <laughs> no. For reasons it, further south. Was it tolerable as a musical? Well, I'm not really a musical fan. I know. And I must admit, I, I was surprised I didn't recognise more the the songs. Yeah. Such a big film, a big mm. uh, play. I thought I might recognise more, but Time Warp. Yeah. yeah. And that was probably it. That's the that, only that one of the them only, I recognised. That was the only real breakout song from, from mm. the group. Yeah. yeah. It was okay. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds like magenta. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. 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 <laughs> okay, guys, tell us where you popped your rocky cherry. <laughs> Write to us at show at staggeringstories.net. Woohoo! Patient. <laughs> Maybe the rain has affected your brain.
Saturday, several of our number, well, two of our number. Two, two, two. All the way up to Derby to go to Hooverville 8. 8, apparently. Yes. Now they're going to tell us about it. I think this is the first one I've missed. Oh. As you can mm. guess, Jean wasn't one of those two. <laughs> well, it was in its new, well, its usual locale now. Yes, sixth, the, sixth year, presumably here. The Quad. Quad Ooh, Derby. Derby. Up in the Midlands. All right, with a whole plethora of guests. Ooh, good yeah. word. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I've been just waiting for the moment to actually use that word. <laughs> it's it's yeah, sort of my, in my word list. Not a rabble, guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have then? Right, you've got the list in front. Of you. I have the list in front. I remember of me. a few of them. I couldn't claim right. to remember all of them. We had Sophie Aldred. We did. Who Yay. hasn't had Sophie? Uh, Eric Saywood. Indeed. Mark Tucker. Mike Tucker. Sorry, Mark. Mike Tucker. I get it right. Doing it. Mike Tucker. Mm. Gillian Brown. Oh, Ohika. Mm-hmm. With the big wide eyes. Michael Keating. Oh, Batman. Oh, and no. the, the, the reference from EastEnders. <laughs> oh, yes. He did mention that. Yes, yeah, that was, that was mentioned. They it's mentioned oh, EastEnders, yeah. Spoilers, but he's back shortly. Oh. So if something's going to die, I'll get married, yes. or something's going to happen. Something's going to happen in a church. <laughs> he's filming some shortly. Paul Jericho. No, not the mind's probe. No. Oh, him. <laughs> and Ian Cullen. Okay. The Avestable Beard, accompanied by Nick Briggs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. His beard was there, in fact. And, he, and his, his son. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Graham Cole. Tony Stamp from The Bill. Yep. The blurry Katie Manning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She blurry. stand still. No, she no, doesn't. She, she constantly stands still to hug people. She, yeah. she does that a lot. That's a bit, by that time, you can't see her face because she's got buried in someone's neck. Yeah. <laughs> what if she's a vampire? Or she's maybe. eating their head. Or she's, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. How many yes, times have I been hugged by Katie Manning now? I'm not sure. But <laughs> <laughs> quite a few. Once upon a time, dear heart, people would have paid for the honour. <laughs> now she pays us. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a lift with her. <laughs> Ooh, uh, really? Well, do tell. <laughs> Michael Jaston. Ah, the Valyard. The and of course, Janet Fielding. Ah, Janet Fielding. I have to say, this was a good lineup. It, it was, was a lot. I would like to have gone to there this because there was a there. lot of people there that I haven't seen before. Some oh, I haven't yeah. seen for a long time. Yeah. But people like Ohiko and that don't yeah. do the rounds that often. Yeah. So, yeah. tell us about it. Well, um, lay it on us. I, I I sort of stumbled from de- they had three dealers rooms. Most of dealers rooms, yeah, three, three dealers bigger, and it's the biggest attendance they've had in terms yeah. of, of attendees. Cool. Yeah, you bought I, me a bag. I bought you a bag. Yes, I sort of stumbled around trying to keep a low profile, going from audience to um, discussion to dealers room because yes. Adam was running around in a blue panic mm. because he was actually in charge of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was running. The st- Cinema 2. Yes. So yeah. instead of stepping up and supporting your buddy. Well, I, I, did, I did say, is there anything I can do to help? And to say, by the time he said, well, actually, you were no, running down the corridor. No, no, no. He turned around to me on many occasions. I need someone to hold this interview. Because we actually we didn't have a lot of podcasts there, there, this there, time. And if you remember my experiences from the last time I held one of these podcasts. I thought you did rather well. It was blind terror. <laughs> Yeah. Is good. And this time it would have only been me. I could say, Karen, we can talk yeah. about him abandoning, we abandoned him completely. <laughs> Didn't so much as abandon them as not go. So for the podcasters, we had uh, Tin Dog. Yep, Michael was there briefly. He disappeared before I got a chance to get his book signed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. again. <laughs> but thank, thank you for your um, input. Yep, we also good. had good uh, Tim Dury. Yes. Hi, Tim. Hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Tim's there. Who else did we Awesome have? trip round Cambridge, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good thing. Uh, yep. Luke, Luke Harrison. Luke, Luke Harrison. Hi, Luke. Who, whose window blew out on the way down. Oh, yes. that was impressive. Yeah. On the motorway. Yeah, yes. in his car. It went pop. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't he care. He's a man. Uh, he yeah. did. He got there fine because he had his bike. Yeah, he had to rush back home and grab the bike and well, cycle on that the train. along the motorway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. train the bike. Yeah. Because I think there's laws about cycling on the motorway. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Uh, and uh, did we have? Blue Box, the guy yeah. from Blue Box, uh, Simon from Blue Box. Thank you, podcast. Simon. We yes. hadn't met before. No, that was a, um, that was a new face. Stuart yeah, G was there as well. I think he's a listener because I'm friends with him on Facebook. Okay. 
yeah. And he put up some much better pictures than you did. Ooh. I only put up one picture. It was slightly His was below. better. It was slightly <laughs> yeah. below, and they were all giggling. But um, can I ask, was it? It was slightly blurry, or were you slightly blurry? A little bit. Well, it did have Katie Manning in it, so it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> I, I'll give you that. So there were some damn good interviews, and yeah. and there were various aspects of stuff that we hadn't heard. Well, I hadn't heard before. Really? Yeah, I, there's I actually new stories going around the country. Yeah, I didn't catch the one, a lot of it, unfortunately, because I was yeah, running yeah. around getting the next no, guest ready to come one, on stage. One but... that sticks in my mind, and you're going to have to help me with names, but we had Michael Jaston there, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he was doing a few discussions. He was the Valiard. I know he was the Valiard. And he was doing, doing discussions <laughs> with uh, his filming of... Uh, fantasy... Fan- fantasy Factory. Mm. I can't remember the name, but when the, in the Potteries in, in Liverpool. Okay, oh, yeah. Ultimate Foe, I think it's... Ultimate Foe, thank you. Stoke and Trent. Ultimate Foe, sorry. He's saying that he's coming back, coming back in the car late at night with uh, Colin Baker. Oh, I had no story myself. Colin <laughs> Baker himself, Bonnie Langford, and the guy who played Popple, Jeffrey Hughes. Jeffrey Hughes, oh, the guy yeah, who played yeah. Popplewick. And Popplewick. Jeffrey Jeffrey Hughes turned to the rest of them and said, "Okay, right, let's knock up the night porter, uh, get him to open the bar." Get blind bunk, drunk, and then all shag Bonnie. <laughs> and apparently wow. she left the car as fast as she possibly could. Was, was a young, sweet, innocent girl. Yeah. And, I bet she and, wasn't, man. And, and apparently he yeah. spent the next five years apologising to her by sending her flowers, champagne. Oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> Some girls just can't take a joke. <laughs> Some girls are sensible. Yeah, yeah. So it's a sort of Stories like that sort of popped up, which I, I personally haven't heard before. <laughs> no, I've not heard that yeah. <laughs> then at the end of that, two or three of us got to do interviews yeah. around a table, yeah. not around yeah. the audience, and we might put some of those up on the, the feed at some point. Yeah. Did you interview Janet Fielding? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think we, we spoke to Janet the, Fielding. For I the, really the wanted to go more discussion to yeah. see her because I think she's fantastic value. Oh yes. <laughs> but, Unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Yeah, yeah. Can she go again next year? You'll have to ask Steve. Steve, Steve Hatcher. Him over here. Okay. <clears throat> could, could Janet Fielding go again next year, please? Because I would definitely be there for that one. Thank you. Uh, wouldn't book her two years in a running in a row? Why not? Never Why know. Not? Katie know. Manning goes to everything. As she says, she's getting. She's very lucrative with her. Um, lucrative. Yeah. She, 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 the last time she did one in this country was 18 months ago. Yeah, yeah. She so she, 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 she's very rare with her. She says she doesn't right. want to, to get bored of her own story. Yeah. Because <laughs> it'll be 12 months, which is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was a, still a thoroughly good time. It is a really good event. And, I, hang on. I, see much of it. <laughs> I, I do have to apologise here publicly to Adam now. Uh, it's because there was only two of us there. Yeah. I wasn't able to run interference and swap the lottery tickets. So Adam didn't yeah. actually win anything in the raffle. Uh, I didn't. Oh, right. Um, oh my giddy no, so usually, usually You won everything last year. Mm. Well, usually there, there you two are there running interference, so I can swap the uh, <laughs> raffle tickets. tickets. <laughs> well, well, this time there was, uh, I think, a, a colour blindness issue going on. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there were green and blue but tickets. They looked, uh, <laughs> which looked under tickets. the light. Yeah. yeah. And it went for quite a long time before the first blue turned up, and then there was talk on stage of, is, is that blue green? or is that green? Yeah. So I think a whole load of blue, which I had, were calling foul. Next year, one dark coloured raffle ticket and one light coloured. They had, they had yellow as well, which is fine, but it went for literally over half of yeah. the drawing when there were no blues at all. Yeah. Lots of greens and yellows. So, so In fact, listen, lots more greens and yellows. Yeah. Listen, Steve, we're calling foul. We want prezzies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, it was an odd thing when I bought them, I said I want £5 worth, and they gave me £4 worth. I like, couldn't be bothered to argue. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's because I wasn't there selling them this year. So, yeah. You sure you didn't just. Drop one. No, they gave, they gave me six pound in change. I thought, why they gave me six pound in change? Oh, right. so they didn't fiddle you then? No, they just they just decided just you didn't deserve it. five. <laughs> they just handed the winning strip over to someone else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't yes. really matter. It was oh, a, a great event. And so we, good, we, it was good fun. It's, we so, keep forgetting before in the run up. Yeah. We really should plug it in the run up. We, and do. we should never do. remember. Sorry, okay, Steve. next September, Hooverville Nine. Yes, the it quad has been announced. Derby. It, it has already been announced. It was yeah. announced. Well, I've just last. announced it yep. again. Yep. It's okay. first Saturday of September, whichever that would be. It, it's great fun. I would recommend it. Yep. Although, Woo-hoo. hopefully, Galashon will be back to run the... Uh, uh, 
then I can sit down and actually <laughs> enjoy the watch, convention. Watch the convention rather than yeah. be a gopher. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, there is a thing about organising conventions. If you ever decide to organise a convention or steward a convention on the principle, you will get to meet all these guests no. and spend no. time with them. Not a ruddy job. <laughs> No, so, I'll nip into the green room a lot to go collect people, yeah, but, but that's uh, all you do. it's all just collecting them. It's now time yeah. to go. You don't have time. To <laughs> By collecting them, I've now just imagined you storming into the green room, picking up Katie Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Manning Throwing her over his shoulder. <laughs> I did have to wait for her while she redid her makeup. Oh, God. <laughs> for an, for an though, audio interview. Well, this, this is the thing. We, they, it start, one of the interviews started off with just Janet Fielding, and mm. that's all he assumed. And then it suddenly got gate-crashed by... By Sophie Aldred, and then finally again got gate crashed by Katie Manning. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that was deliberate. I think that was on the schedule, wasn't yeah. it? But, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if they were meant to be all there at the same, same time. time. I think they were. Although Katie was coming straight from our podcast yeah. stage straight to the main stage, she had no spare time at all. That yeah, she, she loves it. it. She really oh, does. God, yeah, because she was then from there doing signings. Oh. And then, I think she thrives yeah. on that yeah. just for a short while. She must do. She must do. Not bad for a 95-year-old. <laughs> I think literally she had no free time at all in the afternoon. Oh, bless. <laughs> yeah. Which takes us nicely on to Doctor Who. We've been watching a DVD, haven't we, have. listeners? Mm. It was on TV at one point, yes. back in 1977. Oh, yes. We've been watching the horror of Fang Rock. Fang I Rock. notice a theme. Yeah, there are yes. rocks, there's horrors. And, and horrors. And... Yes. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yep. One thing, right, so this is Tom Baker, yep. Louise Jameson. Yes. Yep. I, I won't do it again change. unless I can get rid of these bloody contacts. Yes. yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But this one was the complete antithesis of the Doctor Dances. The Doctor yeah. Dances was, everybody lives, Rose! Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. This wasn't. This was, everybody, everybody dies! dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, is it a Graham Williams one? Is he a particularly violent he, he man? He is the producer Graham Williams. Yeah, but one, it yeah. feels more like a Philip Hinchcliffe. It I'm just does. wondering if it's a leftover from the previous gothic yeah, yeah. it's very dark and gothic. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's the lighthouse, it is. isolated lighthouse. Mm. Yep. Yes. Tardis lands in the wrong place as always. As usual, lighthouse. not in Brighton. <laughs> um, there's no, a fireball that lands in the water nearby. There's fog comes up, and a boat gets wrecked upon the lighthouse, and they all end up in this lighthouse together, nice and safe. And then we play. Guess who's going to die next? Yeah. If, if I remember rightly, it's atmospheric precipitation. Atmospheric precipitation caused an imbalance in the left temporal balance cone. What does that mean? We got lost in the fog. Mm, yes. <laughs> Go on then, Keith. Tell us about horror of Fang Rock. Oh God! Well, I think Gene just has basically sort of summed it up. Yeah. Uh, it, it is essentially. Um, it's an introduction to the Rutans. Well, yeah, it's haunted a house thing, Rutans, isn't it? But it, it's essentially a, a one-room play. Mm. Yeah. More you know, less, it's, yeah. it's everything is cut down to to the minimum, but that's for the benefit of this. It doesn't yeah. distract to it. Mm. I thought it was perfectly solid good horror yeah yeah, yeah. god yeah it, well it was designed it, to frighten children and it I was it catering did. to the classic formula of who in a confined space yeah yeah very claustrophobic that's what i mean that's why i found it unusual that it's actually a graham williams because he was told we're not doing that anymore people have complained make it light and funny this wasn't light and funny no, this oh. wasn't light that's what makes <laughs> for a start the boy pressure kept going out <laughs> well, this was his first story wasn't it yeah Hinchcliffe did the previous one yeah I think I think this was one it's it's a leftover yeah, script it's they had no got time a, a Hinchcliffe and yeah they've got yeah. no time yeah. to change it one thing that, that I noticed a carryover from the Pertwee era the MP Hangover. why are all MPs or ministers in Doctor Who total assholes um <laughs> I think because in real life, they're total <laughs> I have to say, that guy's secretary. Oh, if Leela hadn't slapped oh. him, I would. Oh, I'm sure her. the rest of the people in the room feel like slapping her. Oh, yes. I mean, again, I was reminded of that scene from Airplane. People queuing <laughs> up with <laughs> ratchets. Yeah. baseball bats. Yeah. Just yeah. to give her a good strubbing. She, I mean, she was an overplay of the melodramatic, oh, sensitive yeah. woman. It was like, like, it was it was it up a bit, wasn't it? 
don't yeah. know. It, it got a money. Yeah. It, I have to say, I think all of it stands up fairly well. Maybe except for the Tom Kyman. What I thought <laughs> is they. N- Besides that glaring shot, they knew their limitation mm. because the Routon, we only ever see the Routon through the Routon's eyes, really. Or on the stair. Mm. Yeah, yeah, or maybe on, on the, the stairs. stairs. It's just the one, you know, the, the final act is you have to show the monster. Yeah, and so, not much to see, really. No, that's when it fell down. But for the majority of it, you're either just get a brief glow or it's seen mm. through his eyes. Yes. Can I also ask, when he um, so long rescued so um, long Morbius, so long. did he go to the Routons to borrow a voice box? <laughs> 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 was, also, was that Roy Skelton? I don't know. <laughs> if it wasn't, it certainly sounded mm. like Morbius. It would have been interesting mm. to see the interior of the Routon ship, because yeah. looking mm. at them, I really fail to understand how they're giving the Sontarans any sort of a fight. <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine their technology is well, absolutely awesome. Am I, I right in saying how a jelly gets to be you know. a jelly? Well, yeah, <laughs> you've got a big potato shit. versus a jelly. jelly the fish. potato's going to win every time. Well, you can shape shift into something with multiple arms. Am I saying? I mean, okay, sort of majority of the alien races in Doctor Who want you know want to take over the Earth for their own nefarious ends. But um, is this the first time there is actually sort of conflict between hinted at between various alien races? I, th- I think so. You know, yeah. this is, the Centaurians must they, have mentioned yeah, the Centaurians, yeah. yeah. but this way, I think. This way before the, this episode this yeah. these story. are the only two races that look at us more of a staging post mm, yeah. Yeah. collateral damage well, than an actual yeah. prize if, you, if yeah. you look at a map of the solar system see their their military tactics are well off because map of the solar system we're down there <laughs> and we're in a little corner of there. Yes. We have no strategic value whatsoever. Well, Why? It depends where the front has gone, because at one yes. point in time, the Centaurans held the whole entire mutter spiral. Mm. I'd forgotten mm. about that. Yeah. Thank you for correcting okay. me on that. Because nice the front is constantly, <laughs> constantly moving back. Yeah, the Earth would be a nice place with a base, because they don't have to do any yeah. terraforming. And they can survive in the atmosphere mm. of the Centaurans. Yeah, but, you know, then they might have to go to Glasgow one day. And also, <laughs> and also you've got to think that um, the Earth is a piddling little side backwater planet, so nobody's going to expect an so attack. So Earth from... is the mm. United Kingdom of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nobody's going to expect an attack from there. Ah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I still think tactically it was flawed. <laughs> but there again, a lot of alien races do seem to uh, view the Earth as a tactical vantage point. See, I personally mm-hmm. would have gone for Pluto while it was still was still a planet because it's so far out, nobody would notice it. But it's cold out there. <laughs> well, you know, they're in spaceships, so I'm guessing there's some sort of heating element around. <laughs> anyway, back to the kind of atmosphere. Also, again, <laughs> I know it was uh, mostly foggy or whatever, yes. but the sets, the, the rock set mm. and the actual mm. lighthouse itself. I mean, it's always, oh, Classic Who has always been criticised for wobbly sets. I challenge you to watch us. There frame. was there was oh. a shot in there where Bastard. somebody knocked <laughs> into a wall and it did wobble. Uh. Oh, what? And, I didn't and, see that. Yeah, no. I did notice that. And it was interesting because um, somebody at Whoville, was it Toby yeah. Redock, said that actually there aren't any wobbly sets in Doctor Who. There is one in this story. I think, I think there's been three wobbly sets yeah. in Who over yeah, its I think years. I think it's on and the spiral staircase and mm. knocks into the, yeah. into the spiral staircase. And this why, has been oh, wobble why, watch. Why, oh, why did that lighthouse keep a set light to that bundle of pound notes because um the hiding the evidence yeah because the man who had just given him the bundle was, was down dead. the rocks below yes. dead mm, yeah. so he's gonna find be found with the that money. guy's money mm. on him well, yeah, there so. you go but hide down some rocks pound notes weren't they yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're old <laughs> the old, the old <laughs> so, yeah I, the big I white i think a lot of people forget now that a lot of the productions then were completely studio bound mm. The, the going outside and having money to film in daylight and fresh air yeah, varied. Some was had, varied yeah. Some there, had but quite studio. This one, they made, I think, extremely good use of that because 
you didn't get the feeling you were in a studio. The way mm. they had constructed the staircase, staircase lighthouse. Yeah. lighthouse and that, it felt very, very compact as well. I don't think that was us- their usual studios. Oh, It was studio-bound, but I yeah. think it was filmed up in Pebble Mill rather than BBC London. Whichever studio oh, it was, yeah. it made good use of the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all that arm stretching and ooing and nearly peeing yourself was so that you could point out that you think they filmed that at Pebble Mill. No, I... I am showing my rather sad, nerdy... You're right. No, you're right. Looking at Wikipedia, this is the only one to be produced outside of London. I read it somewhere. You did read it somewhere. Engineering work at Studios Mendel has been made at Pebble Mill in Birmingham. Mm. Well done, you. Have Mm. we seen a Vuitton since this? No. No, No, it's a bit of a shame because they'd be quite good, particularly with the the shape-shifting. They turned Mm. up in the computer game, the, the online computer game done by the BBC. The online mm. computer game. Yeah, yeah, the, the Matt Smith one. The Matt oh, Smith yes. one. The, the, the Dalek one. The oh, one. They right. turned up in, I think, the Gunplowder plot version. Yeah, but, but we haven't right, seen yeah. them on the programme. But we haven't seen them on the programme. People with so green eyes. Yeah. yeah. So they, they're essentially a bit like Zygons. Yes. I don't know. There was some mention of technology. Yeah. yeah. So they did an autopsy. They needed to do an autopsy to, to well, find out. That's what I was wondering. Are they, mm. are they natural shapeshifters? Mm. Or? I don't think they are. That wasn't the impression I was given. Because, yeah. you know, the, I think the Rutan was recently trained in the new chameleon. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that, was yeah, that was mentioned, yes. I think it's also interesting the point at which they set it. It's very obvious you just go in, even if you ignored the costumes. Yeah. Lighthouses look pretty much the same. Lighthouse keepers wear Aaron jumpers and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but it <laughs> was, you know, it was pretty much set at that crossover point between the old gas in Letcher yeah. coming in, mm. the point of the Industrial Revolution and what have you. I mm. think that was quite a clever point, yeah. place to put it, because you've got the electricity, and no one trusts the electricity yet. That's because it was the work of the devil. Yeah, yeah it's which all Ruben, Yeah, But you've also then got that myths and legends yeah. still hanging around, and, and also for things to... If, if all the electrics went out here, we would be a bit suspicious, and we'd look outside the window and check it's the whole area. Yeah, but... Mm. Losing power and things going dark and the electricity fading out was a matter of course because mm. it was still a new thing. Mm. So I think the point at which they set it in time was mm. added into the whole the feel of, feel the of it. Mm. And mm. also the, the, the characters on there, I get the impression that they weren't, perhaps the secretary, but they weren't... <laughs> ciphers they were three-dimensional characters mm. yeah although it was such a character piece so you can go anyway it's no. all about the interaction of the characters and killing yeah. them off mm. yeah <laughs> who's so next to the much chop? death <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that was the interesting thing because you you didn't have just the doctor versus the monster let's save or in this case not save everyone you had subplots between mm. the yeah. other characters mm. within yeah. the story yeah. the, the, the intrigue yeah the lord mm. palmer trying to get the message oh, yeah. sent home mm. so he could make yeah. A killing on the stock exchange. Yeah, yeah. and the other one yeah. trying to protect his own back, and yeah. the young yeah. boy learning the ropes, and yeah. you know. So you did have mm. interest in the characters mm. beyond. They had their own stories beyond what yeah. was going on. But it's a shame they got killed. <laughs> shame for them. This is one of the few, apart from being the Rutan story. This is one of the few Doctor Who stories where the only people. I think this is the only Doctor Who story where the only people that make it out alive. Mm. Oh, the Doctor yeah, Doctor well, it reminded yeah. me very much of Warriors mm. on the Cheap. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But at least some of the yeah. people made it out of that alive. <laughs> they didn't. They all died. Did everyone? Um, everyone we saw, you assume a couple of the base workers may have survived, yeah. the maintenance but guys. It finished but, with them all standing but, there yeah. surrounded by bodies. Yeah. 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 Everyone but, you saw died. But this one, you actually know... Everyone. Everybody's yep. dead. <laughs> They're all dead, Dave. Okay. Everybody's dead. But yes, I love dead that. Dead, Dave, everybody. I love the way they did actually get her out of having to wear those contact lenses. I yeah. never really noticed that closely. TV was not that good to no, notice if no. her eyes were blue brown. or brown yeah, or whatever. Really. Why did her eyes have to be brown anyway? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. savage, apparently. Yeah. Well, so, Keith, you're a savage. Gur. You're a savage. <laughs> what colour are your eyes? Mine blue. So are mine. We're not savages. No. I'm, You're a savage anyway. I'm green grey. You're very much a savage. <laughs> a regressive savage. Aye. Mm. Okay, so tell us what you thought of the horror of Fang Rock. I Write mean... to us oh. at show. <laughs> Not me. Okay. Show. At staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. You've no idea how annoying that is in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> Say stories. 
Stories. There you go. Use that one. <laughs> Stories. 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 <gasps> I just remembered something. What? What's that? The moomin's over there, lying on the ground. But the head of Pertwee <gasps> is dun, over there. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. He's glaring at Jean, which makes perfect sense to yeah. me. <laughs> you know he's looking at Keith. Yeah. Mm, he he is. Is. Better say hello to him quite quickly. Hello, hello head of Pertwee. Hello, flying moomin. Yes, our new, our new addition to take over from Frobisher. No! Dangerous Churchill. <laughs> Neo Moomin. Neo Moomin, the mooning Moomin. I Neo-classical want Frobisher back. He's in my bedroom. <laughs> You've put, been. Put Moomin in your bedroom and bring Frobisher here. You've been writing to us. Thank, Thank you. you. Lovely, Thank lovely, you. lovely, lovely yep. people. Thank you. That's more than you want to know about our lives, isn't it? <laughs> We've heard from Sandro. Hello, Hello Sandro. Sandro. He says. Hello, Staggerers. I have returned from my non-feedback sending slumber. I have been listening to the programme, just haven't sent anything in because I've been busy. Yeah, I'll go with that. (laughs) What has awoken me? Your discussion on Suicide Squad. Ah. Uh, Well, not really the discussion about the film. I'm with Keith in that I enjoyed it. Yes! But it was a really big mess. (laughs) Personally, Harley bias aside, I enjoyed most of the characters in it. Mm. Love Harley in any shape or form, and Margot Robbie portrayed a character that I really do want to see in many future movies yeah. give her a solo film please also will smith really returned to form with deadshot personally i prefer what arrow did with the character in season two because that's when the show peaked but i am looking forward to seeing where this more fun version of deadshot goes mm. i was intrigued by the joker okay seeing mm. as apparently 70 percent of his scenes were cut i'm yeah. hoping dc does what they did with bvs <laughs> oh batman versus superman yeah. Yep. Yeah. and put out an extended version version of the film that will dramatically improve it it is it <laughs> also amanda waller and el diablo were good and this is the best i've ever seen jai courtney not saying much <laughs> i thought it was him i'm sorry what he was in he was in spartacus blood and sand he played oh, faro okay. curly blonde hair killed well, he had no hair in in uh well yeah but in Blood and Sand, okay. Curly. Okay. I only remember this because his name's Jai, and he was named after Jai in Tarzan. Okay. Not saying much, but still <laughs> a step in the right direction for him. Not Cheetah, then. No. <laughs> <laughs> All the other characters and performances were major disappointments. Although the sorceress's hand scene yeah. was awesome. Yeah. She could why, move. Yeah. Why did they have to ruin it by making her the baddie? The big problem with this film was the plot. Yeah. It was your cliché sky portal in which faceless <laughs> CGI things are coming out of it to destroy the entire world for reasons unknown. Yeah. Plus, the final fight scene looked like it came out of 2004. Worse than the Fantastic Four finale, and that's saying something. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a mess. Yes. I didn't hate it. Because the DC fan in me always <laughs> finds a way to enjoy these films. In fact, Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition may end up in my top 20 films of the year. Controversial. Hmm. Number 20. <laughs> DC better not do this again. Even though they probably will, as long as Zack Snyder, the evil, evil man, works there. (laughs) I think he's slowly being sidelined, isn't he? Yes. I feel like my feelings towards Snyder are the same as Gene's feelings towards Moffat. (laughs) He's done a couple of good things, but please, just go. Yes. Not not a deep, burning passion, then. (laughs) The main problem with what DC are doing is exactly what Keith pointed out. Again! Thank you! They are mixing everything together to create big messes instead of taking their time. Batman versus Superman could have been at least three really good movies, but they combined them all into one big mess. All those flashbacks in Suicide Squad could have been their own movie. Harley Quinn's origin story should have been a standalone, mad love type movie. Mm-hmm. Deadshot's final mission should have been another standalone. The one scene with the sorceress's hand should have been extended into an awesome <laughs> horror standalone. From the looks of Wonder Woman, this film could get it right, but at this point we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Also, I'm oh. not sure how many of you have actually seen Batman vs Superman, not. but if you haven't, you really should. Mm. Don't bother with the theatrical cut, just go straight to the Ultimate Edition. Mm. Ben Affleck's Batman is awesome. Really, really good. Not sure exactly why he carries guns around, but they are trying to portray the older version of the character. I mean, if a couple of your Robins were killed by a crazy man in a clown makeup, you'd probably have a weird future dream in which <laughs> you're in a desert shooting... What? 
dark side minions as well. I'm sure I would. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough for me. Anymore, and I'll start getting into the Marvel versus DC battle, and I really don't want to do that. I love them both. Keep up the great show. Sandro! Thank you, Thank you, Sandro. Sandro. Yeah, I probably should give the extended cut of Batman v Superman a go. I don't know. I- I'm Don't probably let gonna, Sandro talk you into things. I, I'm probably going to wait until it's shown on cable on Netflix. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't really want to spend Money. 15, £20 pound on it. Yeah. I'd rather sit and tuck quietly in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went, have... Oh, sorry. No, carry on. I we just, have one okay. from Andrew Scott. Hello, Hello Andrew. Andrew Scott. Dear Assorted Humans and Non-Humans. Thank you. I've listened to the show for some years and over that time have tried to introduce my long-suffering significant other to it. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. At last, I had managed some success. At least I have found a podcast that didn't make a go in iron. (laughs) And you kind of need to know her to realise what an extreme reaction that is. Oh, dear. So it is that we sat down to dinner with a view to having... Two, four, four in the background. <laughs> she lasted a little under ten seconds <laughs> before her best primary school teacher voice instructed me to turn it off. Oh dear. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Love the show, but we'll now have to listen to it when it's all clear. Perhaps if the flashing blade comes back, that will be a safe tea time op- op- option. <laughs> no? <laughs> As I say, love the show. Cringe at the sound effects. <laughs> you off to Hooverville, or as, yep. or as predictive text would have it, whatever wills. <laughs> <laughs> All best, Andrew Scott, listener in hiding from his wife. So well, I leave you guys hang. alone for a um, week, and you scare off potential <laughs> but I, I, I think I should apologise and explain. Uh, last... Without sound yeah, effects. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, other, the other weekend or the other podcast recording, me and my beautiful wife were suffering from some small stomach upsets. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, just leave it at that. Um, Andy here thought it would be fun to include that in the intro with, now, I'll stress this, comedy sound effects. He did not specify that at all. (laughs) That was implied. That was implied. Comedy sound effects. How is that implied? (laughs) We sat here and recorded. We said, flushing loose and the sound of someone going... Comedy sound. <laughs> we didn't realise, or we forgot, we was actually talking to El Presidente. <laughs> That's where it all falls down. Very, funny. very realistic. <laughs> I, I have to deeply and sincerely apologise to any listeners left out there. See, he's one shot. He's one shot, and we blew it for him. Well, Christopher. Yeah, has also written. Oh, hello, yeah. hello, hello Christopher. Christopher. He just says that was disgusting. <laughs> so gross. So so gross. <laughs> Again, I can only apologise. We went forward in good faith. <laughs> Are you on the naughty step? Uh, maybe I could be. It'd be good. <laughs> to put in there. <laughs> and finally, we have one from Catherine Dragonmaker. Hello, Hello, Catherine. Catherine. She says, hello, Staggerers. Hello, hello Head of Pertwee. Oh, Miss Frobisher. Aww. Aww. Oh, You've got a ghost hippo. Yes. Yep. We have new stuff you don't want to think about. <laughs> Listening back over the last few episodes has reminded me that I haven't been out to see a movie since The Force Awakens in December, Ooh. I think. Yeah, and about... I've barely watched any TV in months. Wow. When did Game of Thrones wrap up? Ooh, we were back. A few months ago. Got another season yet. Yeah. <laughs> that means no Ghostbusters, oh, Star wow. Trek, Captain oh. America, mm. nor X-Men. Ooh. You have missed I, some good films. Mm, I think someone is going to revoke my geek credentials. Oh, but now that I'm properly settled in at the Maryland <laughs> Renaissance Festival and all renovations are done, good. a friend is going to lend me his Doctor Who collection. Ah. So maybe I can get some more new-to-me episodes as well as some old favourites watched. Good, yeah, good, yeah. good. Since I can't plug my MP3 player into the car stereo, while on the road I've been revisiting old radio dramas on CD mm. rather than listening to Big Finish. Okay. It's been a very long time since I spent this much time with Gunsmoke. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm really enjoying the change of scene, as it were. Oh. It's almost enough to make me watch to watch the gunfighters. Ooh. Almost. <laughs> gunfighters are not that bad. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> we reviewed it not that long ago and don't think we thought it was that bad. It's only because you made us say things. I brought one of my cats for company this year. Oh. Ah, it's been nine nine years since he was last at the festival. <laughs> what an old cat. And while it has been an adjustment for him, he's making new friends. Ah, oh, bless. Like the rabbit he brought home. Oops. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Took me ten minutes to chase the entirely unhurt critter out of there. <laughs> Even though I have not been able to send Yarl proper feedback for a while now, know that I always enjoy the podcast and I'm looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I do very much hope the Duns have fully recovered now <laughs> and that someday Scott will make his way back to the podcast. So do we. Yes, yeah, so do we, yes. The last time I wrote in and mentioned missing him, he had returned to that very show. No. <laughs> Did it work this time? And um, now, direct from Northgate. <laughs> no, it didn't no, no. work. Tomorrow is an I'm another time-travelling day. Must rest up. Take care, everyone. And on. Catherine, Dragonmaker. Thank, Thank you, you Catherine. Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. He's still doing his cargo cult thing, I, I gather. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Is what? He set up a cargo cult. Yes. yes. And Catherine, just to let you know, <laughs> the geek room is developing well, and that's where you'll be sleeping. Mm, yep. You've got Spider-Man now. Yes. And oh, the sideboard of doom. Of doom. Doom. Doom, I tell you. Doom. <laughs> You're an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> Do we have any audio feedback? We don't. Lead us out, Grumbles. And so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah, We're not in church. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same, more fun. <laughs> We're not in church. More fun, frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... Ah, oh, for Rocky. Well, I was just saying, until that jump to the left... And then a step to the, to the right. right. Put your hands on your hips. And knees up to high. It's just a pelvic, pelvic thrust. thrust. Don't ever say pelvic thrust on it a really podcast. It really drives you insane. <laughs> You're already mad. Let's do the time warp again. I think I'll go home now. <laughs> so until then, this is me, Crumbly Singh. Be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. Rocker. morons. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, Series 1, number 245, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. No, they're trolls. That's not a troll. That's not a troll. It's a ghost hippo. They are trolls. <laughs> it's one surefire test. Trolls have excellent balance. Ah, oh! No, <laughs> it's definitely not a troll. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaky. I know. I'm touching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please use that. Are we getting this recorded? We are getting this recorded. <laughs> Don't put it near my face. <laughs> <laughs> We have Frobisher back. <laughs> He's in my bedroom at the moment. Too many jokes! <laughs> Holding him by the willy. Oh, it's a moomin willy. How do you know it's a boy moomin? He's got a willy. He's got a willy. <laughs> I just held him by it. <laughs> he does now. He didn't wait to... <laughs> Stop threatening the moon, Lim. Right, that's it. By the way, you're getting it. Swing it round! <laughs> <laughs> that one all soft. Catch! Moomin volleyball? Uh. Okay. You're being terrorised by a moomin. I don't care, I've got my glasses off. Will you f*** off? <laughs> <laughs> I have an addendum! Hang on, hang on, hang on! Another piece of moon! I will shove that moomin so far up you... <laughs> Don't, no! I'm kicking. <laughs> My moomin! <laughs> <laughs> He's a mooning moomin. <laughs>